He has been pouring into us so that we could pour out. This anointing is coming into us. The Holy Spirit is speaking to us. The Holy Spirit is in us. The Holy Spirit is moving. So that what? So why? So we can sit here and watch the sky? No. Hey, Pantry Fam. Are you looking for more faith-based podcasts, but you don't know where to go? The Access More Podcast Network has over 40 shows on topics like faith, culture, family, and entertainment, and offers a safe space to discover inspiring conversations. So if you're a fan of this show, you're going to find encouragement, hope, and joy from other podcasts on Access More. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. And you're listening to the Pantry Podcast. We're serving up Jesus, not junk food, for followers of Christ who don't want to just exist, but be challenged, sifted, and changed by the Word of God. And this is Season 10, Go and Tell. And we're digging into the first half of the Great Commission to embolden you to share God's Word during these tumultuous times. Join us and friends from 77 countries as we feast on spiritual nutrition. You can even be a partner that keeps the show going. Support the show at patreon.com slash thepantrypodcast. Now let's dig into the meal. Hey, what's up? Hello. Oh my goodness, it has been so long. Y'all since have we no idea. Y'all have no idea how overachiever we were in getting ahead. <laughs> Almost like it, I'm telling you, it gets hard sometimes. I don't know what it is. Like it's like you want to, but to get back in the saddle. And I think that kind of goes with our season, actually. You know, getting back in the saddle, like getting out there and sharing the word of God. Getting on the saddle at all for <laughs> yeah, some. Right, right. I mean. But absolutely, yes. Because, I, I, look, it's like, it's that old, old adage, if you get knocked off the horse, you get back on the horse. Right. You just got to do it. You're like, okay, let's do this. Right. So here we are, man. Our last episode of Go and Tell. Um, yes. How awesome is it? Look, go tell it on the mountain, <laughs> over the hills, and I'm looking at you. <laughs> I, I like looking at you though. I don't know. See, she's telling me to point the camera. I'm like, sing at them. You're doing this for them, okay? Oh, but I, you're my wife. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, hey, but here we are. Look, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is Lord. I love that song. It's like, let's go tell people. That he's Lord, that he's life, that he's the he's our breath, that he's our living water, that we're, you know, when we're attached to the vine, that we have sustenance and nutrients, that we actually Amen. can live. Amen. I like that. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, this whole season, I think I've learned so much. I've been convicted this season. <laughs> I've learned how to articulate some things better than how we articulate them. And have been refined in that. We've had some amazingly passionate guests that are doing this in inspirational ways. And I and I truly feel like I would love to go and tell with any of our guests. Oh, yeah. You know, just yeah. to be a fly on the wall or better yet, be a saint beside them, you know, working alongside them in this. And so what I'm going to be doing this episode, Shay has some really awesome notes, some awesome verses to dive into I looked back at the season and thought of the one big takeaway that I wanted to reiterate for each episode. And so I'll be peppering those in throughout this episode as well. My problem is I got confused. Go figure. I want to do all of it. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, that one's cool. I know. Wait, hold up. Shay's that one's like, cool. I want to do every oh ministry. But no, there's one I couldn't do, though. 
Brainy Pixels. I can't oh, yeah. draw for nothing. Animating. <laughs> Animating. Although they even have people that are vetting the theology. Mm. And there you go. Oh, There's your fun. role in there. You got so, me there. You got me there, Brandon. There, Brandon. You got it, Brandon. You know. <laughs> Shout out to you. Right. Now, you know, as I was looking at, at this last episode, I'm thinking about all the cool ways that we've looked at evangelism, sharing the word of God, you know, whether it's like something that's comfortable, which is something that you've been created with that feels good, or whether it's uncomfortable. I think that when we're going out and we're sharing the word, we end up in those two categories, sometimes more heavier than others, depending on what you're doing. But I I do encourage people that God has created us all differently, that we're all part of a body and each of us is a member of that body. And he has created us uniquely to do things that other people might not be strong in, but sometimes you're going to have to go... (laughs) I know I talked about it in the season. You're going to go have to knock on that door because that is what the church has said that, that they're going to do on that weekend. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to go. And I hate knocking on doors, but I go. And you know what's funny is every time I go, it doesn't matter. I, I run into three, four people and you know, it really makes, makes the time. It right. really does. Right. And so, you know, I was, I was thinking about, you know, just just going and telling and and how this all works in. And, and I think it's really important that we do go and tell because we don't know the time or seasons. In Acts, Acts chapter one, um, verse seven, it actually says that it says, and he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons, which the father has put in his own authority. I mean, OK, y'all, we're in that time frame in the world. Things are falling apart. Things are going south. Everybody's like, oh, Jesus is coming. But don't just sit there and Jesus is coming. No, Jesus might be coming. So it might be important to go out there and share. And that's kind of the idea here, because then in verse eight, it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. He says, yeah, I'm coming now. Now, think about when this was written. Jesus is sitting there telling him I'm coming. What if they all just stopped and sat and looked at the sky? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's one thing to look at that parable of the virgin brides with their oil lamps and say, you know, but the ones that were vigilant waiting with their oil were the ones that got to go. And I'm like, well, what is the oil? Mm, come on. Right. Like, I think that that's something that we can ask ourselves and I'm not trying to get into, you know, reading things into, but like really like what is our point of being here and and the word really establishes over and over that we are witnesses, that we are the evangelists spreading. We're supposed to go and tell and then go and make disciples over and over throughout the new Testament. It's all about spreading the truth over and over spreading the truth and the ways in which are effective at Mm. spreading the truth, which the people that we've had this season, they all are doing it in really cool ways that are unique to them and their strengths. So it's not a prescription of the method, but it is a prescription of the purpose. And so the heart behind that to save souls, you know, time is ticking. So absolutely it's not, we are, you can absolutely just sit and never share. But I also think some people are sharing. They're just not giving themselves credit because they're not doing it the way others do it. Oh, yeah, there you go. However, I do challenge all of us, us included, step out of your comfort zone because there are opportunities you are missing. Mm. 
to share the truth. And so just keep your eyes peeled and remember that it is, it can be scary, it can be frustrating, it can be unnerving. Do it anyway. The rewards greatly outweigh the momentary awkwardness that you will not remember tomorrow. And when you start to look at the verses and you start to look at oil and you start to think of how this works and you start to think of like Psalms 23, 5, where it says, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. See, we are in this anointedness. (laughs) Because we are of the children of God and we are of the kingdom and we are ambassadors, right? Yes. And, and watch this, a pressure treasure, look, precious treasures and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, right? right? But a foolish man devours it. So see, we're, we have, we, he has been pouring into us so that we could pour out. Right. Um, this anointing is coming into us. The Holy Spirit is speaking to us. The Holy Spirit is in us. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is moving. So that what? So why? So we can sit here and watch the sky? No, I'm excited too. I want Jesus too. I want to, look, I could go tomorrow with the rapture or write this. Watch, we could disappear off this camera and poof, I'd be okay. (laughs) But, but, and I know there's always those, but until that day, I've got a task to do. And we have, tell us, who else did we have on the show that really was cool that stood out in your mind? So I'm just going to go ahead and start with some of these and I'll shout them out as I go. Because I think that everyone stood out when I looked back at the season. They stood out for different reasons. They stood out for these reasons. So first we had Holly Varnum on. She was our Mm. first guest of the season. Um, And one of the biggest takeaways from her was let people ask questions. So don't just go ready to tell facts. Mm. But instead, give people room to ask questions, both strangers and the people that live with you, especially your kids, and then answer those questions humbly, right? You can be confident and humble at the same time. Um, Answer them humbly with the word the best that you can. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know the answer right now, that's okay. Humbly admit that you need to look at it and invite them along to look at it with you. It's not about winning. It's about being present. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I say present, we're hearing what people have to say. Yeah. Um, everyone is different. Everyone is, is geared differently. Everyone has a different experience. Some people don't even understand who God is. Right. And so we want to hear what their questions are. We want to answer, like you said, apologetics never replaces evangelism. Right. In other words, you could, you could sit there and get into some arguments, but when you get into an argument with somebody, make sure that like there's a level there. Right. <laughs> it's like if they have no clue, then what's the argument over? The best thing to do is listen and love. Right. And then we had James Raymond onto the show and he was talking all about, you know, building relationships with people that are curious, but Mm. being like word of mouth known um, for being a safe place to ask questions about Christianity. Mm. And the thing that I took away from that is you don't need to compromise the truth to build God ordained relationships. And I added God ordained relationships because if, If, meaning, of course, the Lord knows who you're going to meet, who you're going to pour into, where what you say is going to take root. He knows all of that. So we don't need to worry about when it fails or when it succeeds, but instead just do it and see what he's doing in that. And you will not need to compromise the truth to establish relationships God wants you to have. Of course, you know, there might be some that would only work if you massage the truth, but he didn't call you to massage the truth. And therefore that relationship isn't even for you to begin with. So rather than go down that rabbit hole of just like 
omitting stuff just to buy somebody's favor, share lovingly the truth. And then who sticks around to listen is who he would want to have stick around and listen to you specifically. Do not add to or remove anything. From yes. This word. Yes. Um, another one is we had um, Peter Schreimer on. Mm. Super awesome. Kalia was thrilled. Uh, <laughs> we had Peter Schreimer on and he, he, one of the things that stuck with me was how you live is one way people see what a relationship with the Lord is like. So, I mean, obviously he also vocally talks about the Lord all of the time, but, you know, early on in his career, he didn't um, work for a Christian company. He worked for a secular humanist company Mm -hmm. that believes in a lot of stuff that counters biblical truth. And yet he still managed by what he omitted um, from his own shows that he put out he was able to do that. And then also how he treated the people he worked with who weren't always believers was a way to show what a relationship with God looks like. So we influence how we act reveals a lot to other people of what, what they then think God is like. Cause if we're acting like our daddy, then people are going to make assumptions about daddy because of us for better or for worse. <laughs> I like that. I yeah. like that. First Corinthians two. Uh, no, yeah. First Corinthians two fourteen. Where oh, I'm gonna have to look this one. Y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look this one. Uh, it says, "But the natural man does not receive things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned." Uh, Peter Schreiber did a wonderful job, mm-hmm. but he spoke from a creator's perspective, and it just showed mm-hmm. what he believed, who he was, and it actually showed other people the same. Right. Um, and then Abby Johnson, we had Abby Johnson and she just dropped so much, (laughs) but the thing that stuck out, like of the whole conversation, every single time I think about that interview, the one, the first thing that comes is an, a visual of her sitting on a curb with a woman who would identify as pro-choice and Abby clearly pro-life and yet they're hugging it out and the girl's crying into Abby's arms. And so what does that boil down to? Listen to people with love. Mm. That's something again, just like with Holly, you know, asking, letting people ask questions, listen to them. Even if they're not asking a question, even if you have a thousand things to counter or uh, add to what they're saying, um, with a biblical worldview foundation, just let them speak. Listening is like a love language because in today's world, listening is so hard to come by. Someone who will genuinely listen to you and make you feel heard, regardless of if they agree or not, that's like so rare that if you do that, you've already come leaps and bounds further in establishing a relationship with that person. So just listen with love and let Mm. the Holy Spirit kind of give you the promptings of when to kind of add in and empathize and, you know, just be there without affirming anything negative, but let them feel heard. Right. Bible definitely doesn't say be quick to speak and slow to hear. It actually yeah. says be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger. Right. And and I'm going to say something. Oh, that interview? Because I mean, okay, I'm in the space. I'm in the spaces. Right. And boy, I'll tell you what, you hear the pro, pro-lifers and you hear the pro-choicers. You know, it, I'm not going to jump on that right now. But I, w- I wasn't sure what to expect yeah. <laughs> with, with Abby Johnson. Because I mean, like, come on, y'all. This is like, the pro-life, you know, person who stands out in front of everything. Yeah. It's just amazing, especially in the Christian culture. Um, and she was so humbling. The way that she approaches, the way that she 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 meets people, watch this, that phrase where rubber meets the road, right? Mm-hmm. She meets them there. 
Like she's she was talking about like people just being in her face and and just yelling. And then when the, and then when they've kind of yelled this says she goes, okay. And then they end up talking. It's like yeah, she has a question. She's got she a question. She just goes, well, okay, I, I hear you. Yeah. Now she pops them a question. Next thing you know, they're in a conversation. Yeah. Whether they agree at the end or not, that was debatable. But she was quick to hear, slow to speak, mm-hmm. slow to anger. Yeah. Um, and then the last one for this section, and then like we'll take a break from the points <laughs> I got. But um, the sixth point is from our rejection episode, and that was just us. But rejection is inevitable mm. in life and in the Christian life and in evangelism, rejection is inevitable, but it's worth the eternal address of the people around mm. you. So when you're terrified, I mean, what what incentivizes any of us to do anything that's scary? It's because the stakes are that high. Well, the stakes are that high when it comes to someone's eternal address. And it's just the, it's like the kick in the pants that we would all pray is enough for us personally to get us to do something. And, and day in and day out, it may not always be, but the more we start shaping our mind to see that as the end game, the more our hearts will soften towards this kind of work and we'll, we'll be willing to accept the rejection, the discomfort, all that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also a very important part. And we talked about it in the episode of being connected to the Holy Spirit. Um, because in the reality of things, when we're speaking the word of God in the way that he wants us to speak, when we do it as an example unto Christ, and we look at his representation on how he handled people that were in the sinful life or doing things that weren't glorifying to God, well, if we do it in that sense, mm-hmm. right, and we do it according to biblical truth and truth in love, well, then we're not speaking, we're not quenching, you know, we're not quenching the spirit and speaking through human wisdom. We're allowing the spirit to come in and speak to us through spiritual wisdom. Right. And I think that's really important when we address people like that or, or when we get into conversations on the street or yeah. wherever we are. Work. I don't know. Grocery store line. Look, I can name a lot of places that I get in conversation. <laughs> you are so good to, at it. To almost everyone. And I don't know. It's just I just love to like interact. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, no. I And I, that's the verse that sits actually in first, you know, first Corinthians. I love first Corinthians this, this season. Uh, that was 213. Because yes. <laughs> it was like, this is what we speak, not in words taught to us by human wisdom, but in words taught by spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spirit taught words. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it will be loving. It will come from it will come from a plethora of 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 living water and just grace and just mercy and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forget that I again in the spaces you see it, man, the people either diffuse fast or or ignite fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what we we are in in culture. We are looking at a cultural um, storm, I want to call it, because it is so, uh, it's like, it's like, oh man, having all this tinder, right? And then just this little tiny spark, you know, like, okay, I've been in survival schools and stuff like that, or I've been out surviving. And it's like, you're looking for the most, the, the smallest spark to get this thing going. You can mm-hmm. be cold. You're getting it all together. You find all the dry stuff. But that's like society right now. It's like you throw out the wrong word that is just not right with them. And it's like, Phew. heretic. Uh, or, or, or like, 
hate or I don't know. Yeah, heretic comes out a lot to people. Right. Uh, like they instantly are, I can't trust you because you use the wrong synonym uh, with the wrong nuance of the word I wanted you to use. Right. And so it's like. And, 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 uh, so Christians, Christians, here, you know, while we're here, because I don't know that we really went into this in the season. And I think that we should kind of touch this a little bit. Okay. When we're in social media and we are interacting with one another, my Christian brothers and sisters, the world is watching. Mm -hmm. It is watching. So be very quick to hear, extremely slow to type. In fact, type up a hundred different versions until God gives you the right one. Sleep on it if it's like long enough. Right. It's like, but if we look like the world, and we act like the world. We're the world. You ever heard that thing? If you look like a skunk, you smell like a skunk, you a skunk. <laughs> right? So we, we it's, I understand, defend the faith and, and you know, all this stuff and, and you know, have a, have a word for the season and make sure that, you know, people aren't all aligned. Well, did we also forget some things sometimes that we're supposed to talk to them in private. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we have a dim difference, we talk to them in private and it says, take it to the church, not social media. Mm-hmm. And so we just, I just want to throw that out there yeah, because the world sees important. that. And I don't think we touched on that much this season. So in evangelism, everywhere that you go, you are shining the light of Christ. So if you're in battles and wars over secondary theology, people are just going to see the battles, the wars and the ugliness that we're throwing at one another. All right. 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 That's, fair. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and we'll be going into that a little bit more in the next season, right. which is exciting because I think that that's something that can rip people apart yeah, for absolutely. all the wrong reasons. So, um, so yeah, so on that note, um, <laughs> which actually very relevant. So the next one was our episode about the um, pearls before swine reprobate minds. Mm. And we bounced around a lot about that one before recording it. But the big point is share the gospel and let the Lord decide where seeds are going to grow. Right. Yes. Sometimes it might be very clear that it is like this ain't going anywhere. And you can just withdraw and just withdraw into prayer for that situation or that person. But don't just not go because everyone out there is a reprobate or everyone out there (laughs) is swine and you have all these wonderful pearls they don't deserve. No, go and let the spirit speak. And the Lord is always plant, I mean, always sprouting seeds that his children plant that his children are really skeptical are ever going to grow so err on the side of grace and positivity as opposed to on the side of just absolute pessimism (laughs) because we we do live in an an area a tough area a tough area let's just leave it you know we've we talked we talked about through the season go back listen yeah um we could sit here and just be like "Mm, nobody wants to hear us or you can walk into a a rental car place to pick up a van and you get there and they're like, well, we called you. Well, we didn't see it, which is our fault in some ways. But yeah, at the same I'm not time, act- we walk yeah. in. But here's the deal. We walk in. Yeah, no we van. Could, we could have been worked up, made up. Now, let me tell you why there wasn't a van. Because someone stole the catalytic converter. This is us today, by the way. <laughs> in case you didn't realize, you didn't it's realize. a real story. This is a real story. <laughs> and we walk in there and we're going to rent this van. We're going to drive all the way to West Virginia. Seven and a half hours, seven and a half hours back. We got this whole plan plan formulated. And they don't have a van. 
And we could have just easily had an attitude or whatever. No, but I just, hey, let's relax. Let's just talk to him. Let's mm-hmm. just kind of take a breath. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. It doesn't have to happen tomorrow. We can just plan another day. Mm-hmm. He went out 100 miles an hour trying to find another minivan. Uh, then that didn't work out. And by the end of all of it, it's like, I don't know why I say these No, <laughs> you did awesome. But it's like, it's like hey, <laughs> do you know Jesus? Right. <laughs> and right. he's like, I do. Yeah. And I'm like, Man, hey, we got a podcast. Right. I, now, let me tell you, this dude hooked us up. He tried he, his He tried best. everything. Look, he he's stayed an hour us, late. Right, hour late. Man, he's going to give us the same price. Actually, he's going to cut the price by a little bit, mm-hmm. he said. But here's the deal. We could just sit there and just you just cancel everybody because we think that this is just a reprobate area. Right. But see, you know what? There's always opportunities to, to shine. And even if I wouldn't even said Jesus at the end, our attitudes were different than even a lot of the people that had come in there. Right. Um, and so sometimes we shine in ways that where people look at us and say, hey, they're different. Right. And then, you know what? That Sometimes they can ask questions and they're right. like, why are you so different? Why didn't you get angry? So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, on that note, what's amazing is the next point hits on that. <laughs> exactly. That's why I love this back and forth. With us. Okay. So the next point. Um, is how you treat people can shape their understanding Mm. of the Lord. So it's very similar to another point I made um, where it says how you live is a way right now. That is like you might just be living your life. People are observing you, right? They might not know you personally. They Mm. might not be actively engaging with you themselves. But what Brandon um, Hollingsworth's episode showed is that how you treat them also impacts how they interpret who God is. In the same way that like if you, a lot of us have heard like if you had a terrible father, you might struggle to take comfort in God being the father. Mm. In the same way, if you had a great dad, you might love that. Or if you always wanted a dad, didn't have one, right? Your dad died or you, or you know, um, you know, he left and you haven't seen, like you might really crave a dad. Right. So you cling to God, the father Um, in all these ways, how I treat you is a reflection of who I serve. Mm. Right. In the same way that like there's there's so many companies that they really strive to have amazing customer service because it reflects back on the brand in that same way that came from somewhere. It's because how we we represent who we came from. So in Brandon's episode, how, you know, even when he was dealing with, I'll say volatile creatives, sometimes he would have a lot of grace and he would, his whole goal is to let people walk away blessed by their interactions with him. And that's something that we don't always see as evangelism. We're like, unless I say Jesus, unless I have the Jesus bumper sticker, you know, whatever, but we don't know when paths are going to cross again. We cannot predict like how many times has it been like someone I've heard stories of people getting like cut off on their way to church and they like shake their fist, throw a flip, yell, whatever, honk. And then both cars turn into the church. (laughs) You know, like those kind of stories where it's like, oh, now you both pulled up to the grocery store. Oh, now you're like, oh, that was your kid's teacher. Oops. Oops. You know, and it's like, you can't assume that when you're in an anonymity bubble, like you said on social media or in your car right. or behind a phone line, that it's not going to come back. Mm. So instead, plant seeds you may or may not see, 
but I've been teaching Kalia this. I've been talking to her about consequences as seeds. And I'm like, hey, what kind of seeds do you want to plant? Like when she is starting to disobey or struggling or something, I'm like, hey, what seeds do you want to plant? Because she understands seeds a little bit better. And so it gives her that like tangible understanding because I'm like, if you plant seeds of disobedience, you're going to have to deal with the consequences of that. But if you if you plant seeds of obedience right now and you listen to me and you trust me, good good things are going to happen, you know, so. I like that. Yeah. I like that. What else you got on that list? All right, four more. Whew. Four more. We had a lot of episodes. Um, I'll, I'll run through as fast as I can, but they were also good. Um, so the <laughs> next one, we had Yancey on, Yancey mm. Richmond, another one Kalia loved. This was like the season of Kalia being excited. Um, but she th- chose two of them. Yeah, she chose two <laughs> she of our guests. She chose Peter's and she chose Yancey. She's yeah. Like, I want you guys to talk to them. I'm like, okay, we'll try. And it was, per- and it was perfect. <laughs> and it was beautiful. Um, but was. So with her, what we create to reflect God can shape another's theology. And we should take this seriously, but have fun, right? Mm-hmm. So again, she Yancey writes songs for kids. And she also has written Christian songs that, you know, for, for like the adult audience or whatever, but a lot of them are for kids ministry and for kids worship. And she realized early on in her career, the songs and the, like the worship music Mm -hmm. that she's writing can shape theology. And so when we're out and about and when we're sharing and, and if you are blessed with some kind of creativity that you then use to reflect God, Mm. it doesn't mean be utterly terrified and paralyzed and don't make anything, but just be aware that it could, that it has power. That's actually really encouraging. It's not just some piddly little thing that won't affect anyone. It has the power to reinforce people's understanding and it can shape, it can help shape or reinforce their theology. So just take that into account, be responsible with it, share it with a friend, say, Hey, you know, how's, how, share it with your pastor. You know, I like, I like that one point. That whole thing was, she was on a trajectory of mm-hmm. her own mm-hmm. and ended up in a whole different, I in a know. whole different arena uh, by, by doing kids music. So she thought like pops, you know, like the whole Christian, you know, CCM, CCM and all scene, that stuff. Yeah. And you know what, but what she's doing for kids um, is amazing. Mm-hmm. The knowledge that she has because of her parents and everyone. See, they planted seeds. Yes. Um, in, in, in ministry, children's ministry and all these kind of things. And these seeds stuck. And so when it was a transition into what God wanted her to do, because mm-hmm. God has a plan for all of us. Now we move, we walk, we, we go to doors. Uh, we try to open doors. He'll close doors. He'll open the doors. And he guides us to where we want if we have an open heart towards him. Mm-hmm. And she did. And, and she humbly sat. Yes. And said, you know what? Okay, I'll go here. Now there's, you know, everybody has their little moment. I tried of to, I, try, I actually tried to drag it out of her. It didn't work too well, but, but she, <laughs> she was pretty solidified. But, but, uh, but like everyone goes through that, but she ended up exactly where God wanted her to be. And you know what? It satisfied her. Yeah. And, and I like that in that story. So, yeah. Um, and then the episode after that, we had Tim and Destiny Young. Um, of Pop Gospel Speaks Radio. And so that one was about sharing the gospel doesn't have to be lonely or Mm. solitary by default. Um, And I say by default because sometimes it can be lonely, depending on if you're like the only one that has said, yes, I'm going to do what God has called me to do. And everyone around you says, no, no, no. So you have to go alone. But by default, you don't have to do it alone. You can always invite somebody to do it with you. You can always walk alongside somebody, but just use discernment when you're choosing who to team up with. You know, even Paul had people who 
dipped out on him. Some like John Mark who who pop back in, do amazing job. They learn from it. And other people that just they pop out. You don't hear from them again. Who the heck knows? But it's important. Just make sure that they have the gospel message down pat. That's what you need. That. That's what you need. Be Barnabas. Yes. Be Barnabas. <laughs> I'm not in it. I was like, Paul, Paul, Paul. I'm like, no, Barnabas. Barnabas was yes. like so humbled. Like, like yes. he's like, I'll take him. Right. Even to the point of fighting with you, Paul. Exactly. And you know what? He, How much guts does right, that take too? Right. And he formed. Yeah. Like, like he, in that discipleship, yes. you know, and in Christ, of course, I'm not saying he formed him, but, right. but in that love and that grace and that mercy, he forms Mark, you know, Jesus does because someone receives him, accepts him. It was almost showing you like Christ is like, yeah, okay. He's, he messed up. He left the mission and okay. I understand. You don't want another failure. I get it. But you know what? He'll go with me. And you know what? It was a beautiful break that went two different places and hit more people. Right. And then at the end, Paul's like bringing, you know, Hey, he's, he's valuable. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Two more, y'all. So the next one, (laughs) serving though. I mean, hopefully you find all this very encouraging and educational. All right. Serving those in distress. Now, this one was Pamela Whitehead. Oh, Lord. That one, like I've gotten text from multiple people saying that episode or like what, what, you know, but like everyone really. And I think it's because it spoke to something that just. It's very convicting, right? Serving those in distress and helping meet their real needs is one of the most effective ways to share the gospel with them because I think sometimes we get real hyper-spiritual in that we're like, all they need is the gospel. And it's like, okay, yes, but what did the Bible say that if you just say, I'll pray for you and don't give the person that has no clothes or food clothes and food, like you didn't do it right, okay? (laughs) So there, so we have to reconcile the fact that all you need is the gospel with that. And I think Pamela Whitehead has done a great job of that. Like she makes it very clear up front that they are a Christian ministry. There are a ton of access points to the gospel throughout the people that come into their ministries, interactions day to day. But um, at the end of the day, she's meeting their ultimate spiritual need as well as their immediate physical needs as well. I think availability um, really played a role in that episode when you sit there and think about her just making herself available. Yes. Um, Let me tell y'all something. Yeah, it might seem like a lot. It might seem overwhelming. It might seem like when would I have time or when do I... God shifts and, 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 and sifts. Yeah. He's... I mean, I'm telling you, he does. He does. And one thing that we talked about, and this wasn't even in the, in this, in our episode, this is actually in our life group, what's serving God. Mm-hmm. Um, when we learn to serve God, then I'm telling you, you get an, an ability to be able to serve people. Yeah. When you're focused on God, it's like, again, overflowing, anointing, all of these things that we've been talking about tonight. Um, Oh, just it, it's just like I get excited because it's like <laughs> that is where our focus has to be because I wasn't always there, y'all. I was like me 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 my 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 me 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 my 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 my, my. <laughs> and then God says oh, slap me upside the head was like son who do you serve oh you right serve me I'll take care of the rest right. and, and man you see that in that story especially with the homeless man under the the freeway yes. in, in the tent where there was just this beautiful connection so yeah go listen. 
Yes, listen, that, that episode was amazing. Yeah. And then we closed it out. Our last guest was Pastor Bailey Norman. Another Ooh. amazing episode where we just were like, okay, so what's the point of sharing the gospel? Like, why are we sharing the gospel, <laughs> yeah. Pastor Bailey? You know, just to hammer it home. I stumbled on getting that question out, but I got it there. Right. You know, because it, it Cause, sounds like, how dare you even ask that question? Except like, well, if we all understood it, we'd all be doing it. If yeah, we really right. understood and grasped the gravity and magnitude, then wouldn't we do it? So obviously we need to talk about it a little right, bit more. Right, right. So that was another amazing episode where we went like in several places, but it's our call. Like sharing mm. the gospel, it's our call. It, it's everybody's call. Right. Um, it's something that also heals us. Like it has the opportunity to heal the person that's listening because they have the choice to accept it or not. But you going out and doing it will have an impact on your spiritual life and it will ripple into the people around you because of the effect it has on you. And it's something that pays out in the short and long term in very transformational and miraculous ways. Like the, like uh, I think the thing he said about Miss Sandy, want, like just walking by, don't got time, don't got time. One day she finally stopped, listened, talked. <laughs> Fast forward five years, she's on that street corner. Doing the same thing. Doing the same <laughs> thing, telling people, hey, yeah. you know, have you met Jesus? It's amazing. You have no idea what the dividends are going to be, but that's part of the excitement. And so, and, and he's boom. part of the pioneers of our own church. Yes. Uh, and and so to hear like how Greater Grace uh, World Outreach does it um, is you know they go out, they find a city, mm-hmm. they evangelize the city. Just go out on the streets and start talking to people. Yeah. Um, not out there beating people up, not standing on the street corners preaching hell and bring fire messages. They go out there, they interact with people, they talk to people, they they get a, a feel and a vibe and a temperature of the people and they share Jesus. And, and it's like there's a need. Um, and so that need was being met and that's how our church got built. So Pastor Bailey, I'll tell you, we, we, we love you. It was a blessing just to have him on show, man. Just yeah. a plethora of knowledge on church planting. Yes. And so, you know, with this season, it's been really beautiful. Um, I'm thinking of, of Philemon. Mm. Um, and when the Apostle Paul is talking about Philemon, it's just this beautiful. I'm going to actually read the whole the whole little part of it because it is beautiful for Paul to recognize. So, you know, think about this. We are being watched. Maybe it's not by our local pastor. Maybe it's not by, our, you know, anyone around us, but we are being watched. You know, we have the Holy Spirit with us. You know, Jesus is there. He sees everything that we do. And imagine, you know, we always hear that, like, my good and faithful servant, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's it, that to be told that, okay, fine. You can sit there and be like, that's my goal. Okay, I get you. But it's more like, do you love? Yeah. Do you have a message that has transformed and changed your life? Do you have a message that can cha- that, that will change some somebody else's life? And when I read this in Philemon 1, starting in verse 4, I, I, it's just a beautiful way to put this whole thing into a package. And he says, I thank my God, making mention of you always in my prayers, hearing of your love and faith, your love and faith, which you have towards the Lord Jesus and toward all saints. Love, Lord. Love, love man. Right. Love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. I love it. And the saints. This is saints, but I'm just saying, right. but I'm throwing in love your neighbor because y'all, we need to do that. Uh, it's Sometimes it's harder to love the saints. I'm getting distracted here. Here we go on a tangent. I'm getting my Cha-ching. leg tap. <laughs> but, but like, but like sometimes I can love my neighbor either than the saints, but let's, let's go. <laughs> love the Lord Jesus and toward all the saints that the sharing of your faith may become effective 
by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. All these connections, right? To Christ, Christ, Christ. For we have great joy and consolation in your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by you, brother. We have the capability through Christ Jesus to fire up the saints, to love on the saints, Mm -hmm. and pour into the saints like Jesus is pouring into us so that we can then go out and pour into others. Look, we're here to edify and build up. Another part of, of, of being able to evangelize and share the gospel is having a body of believers that are around you. I really believe that's important. Why would we even want to start churches? You know, why did, why was Acts chapter two even there for a support group? Why? Because we are going to go out and we are going to face the world, but we're going out to face the world with a message that works. And if it is received and if someone takes it in and somebody receives Jesus, oh, the angels sing and dance and celebrate in heaven. And that is, is why we do this, because we want people to know the love, grace, and mercy that God gives us daily. And that, my friends, is go and tell. Mm. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 6, 8. (laughs) Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Mm. Then I said, Here I am. Send me. There you go. Amen. You know, may we all be inspired by Isaiah. So this is the closeout. This is the closeout of Go and Tell. We hope that you have gleaned so much. We are praying for you to go and tell someone today even, the same day you hear this. And next week we start season 11, which we're taking a break from the Great Commission for a hot second, and it's breaks and builds. So we will jump right into a nice, fair-handed, even-keeled assessment of encouragement and exhortation of the church yes all right guys till next time bye bye thanks for listening to the show subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and catch other great shows on the edify app spark radio uplifted and eternity ready radio